2: Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, April 29th, 2023. I am your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello, how you doing, Andy? Very well, thanks. How are you? Newly married, Mr. McLarnan?
1: Yep, that's it. I am I'm pretty damn good. Uh... I was even better when during the wedding pictures were getting taken. You come up to me and like Como have scored and you're outside has <laughs> just come in. I was like, I yes. Did. I did I, I saw the break when the photographer turned her back and I ran up and
2: I showed him the goal alert. It's like there that's you go. Like, <laughs> There's your drawing. Right. Tremendous. So uh, that that's Gordon McLaren, Ney McLaren. Is that mm. uh, is that what you're saying now? <laughs> double knee. Double double knee. Yeah. <laughs> and with us this week. Dave Greenfield, uh, bet co-host, been on the last two weeks, back for a third in a row. How are you doing, Dave?
3: Yeah, good, thanks, guys. Not too bad at all.
2: Excellent. Um, we're same format as always. We'll recap how we got on last week. We'll have a quick break, and then we'll get straight into the picks for next weekend. Um, so, to recap, last week, we had a good week last week. I think, overall, that's another tick in the win column. Um, I started with a banker on 6am on Sunday in the Japanese J-League, Saretsu Ozaka versus Kashiwa, Kashiwa Rezol. Fancied Ozaka to win this, uh, but took them in the double chance, which took them down to a banker price of 2-11, to 11, so a home winner draw. And they did win the game, they won 1-0 with a goal in the 23rd minute and then just saw the game out without any real concern against the very poor Kashiwa Rezol side, so banker in for me.
1: Banking in for me also, this was Friday night, Uh, PSG versus Angers, Uh, Angers versus PSG actually, why you were being offered 1-4 for this, I do not know, it's the best team in France versus the worst team in the French top division, they're so adrift and going to get relegated this year, Uh, PSG won this game 2-1, they were 2-0 up, Angers got a freak goal but not even really, they're almost already relegated, they've got no real fight for after they scored, they were just happy to score against PSG. So, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, 1-4 came in, which led us on to Dave, uh, who who I believe was in English League 2.
3: It was, yeah. I rounded out the uh, bank of trouble in uh, League 2, and it was uh, Stockport against Rochdale. And I like Stockport, and they won the game 1-0. Uh, got the winner in the eighth minute of stoppage time in the uh, first half. Uh, to be fair not much happening in the game really Stockport had a lot of possession they had 17 attempts but only one on target which is the one they scored Rochdale Rochdale had an XG of 0.05 <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Rochdale didn't make it out of their own half very often <laughs> but uh, uh, not as comfortable as I thought it was going to be but a win for Stockport nevertheless
2: Superb Dave and that meant the banker treble for the show came in again um, I think Gordon, you and I are on a lot of bankers in a row.
1: Yeah, um, I, I'm. I'm as, as many, at least five. I'm at as many banker. I, I think I am every banker, and then the show before that, I got zero of four. So since then, we yeah, so right. did
2: that, which must be a good seven weeks ago or something. Yeah. Um, we, we've been really good, uh, and and Dave as well. So, banker treble in ideal. On to the value picks then. I lost my value pick this week. I was in the Japanese J-League, Hiroshima versus Tokyo. Uh, I fancy Hiroshima to have a really good season this year. And they were off the back of five wins in a row and they managed to lose 2-1 at home to Tokyo. That was the half time score, 2-1. And then it, it ended 2-1 in what looked like a reasonably even game. Um, so I can't really complain about it either.
1: Not good. I, uh, in my value pick, I was really disappointed in... Uh... I'd like to congratulate Kilmarnock on their first away win of the season uh, against St. Mirren. Yeah, uh, so let's
2: take a moment and just say congratulations to Kilmarnock or whatever word it was you used there.
1: Congr- I was reading Kilmarnock at the same time. Um, yeah, St. Mirren versus Kelly. St. Mirren just did not show up for this game. They were 2-0 down at half time, which is concerning enough uh, when you're playing against Kilmarnock. The XG for them was terrible. Like the 0.6 in the full game. Um they didn't, in the second half, they brought on a guy called, I think it's Thierry Small, who's who's in from, he's on loan from Southampton, right? Uh, they brought in Thierry Small in the, was it 50, Thierry Small in the 46th minute. He got himself booked in the 67th and sent off in the 68th, right? Great. Thanks very much, Thierry. Um St Mirren just weren't at the races today. The two early goals killed them and it's re- it's done their European campaign in because they were on a right tear of form. Um, so yet no win for St Mirren and probably the most disappointing pick of the weekend, uh, I would say, because they, they, they really looked like they were going to do something there. Dave?
3: Yeah, rounded out the uh, value trouble with uh, a loss of a pick, but not a loss in the game. It was uh, Brentford against Villa and I like Villa. Um, couldn't turn them down at the odds they were but um, finished 1-1 uh, pretty even game especially the first half uh, Villa lost Martinez to illness at half time and um, Olsen came on but there was nothing he could do about the, uh, the goal that Brentford scored through Tony and then Villa got an equaliser in the 88th minute through uh, Douglas Louise. Uh, Brentford then had a goal disallowed for offside and Louise had one that just scraped the post uh, for Villa but pretty even game and draw probably the right result to be honest.
2: It was big odds though Dave like I was saying like it was almost it was a, it was a big odds value wasn't it?
3: Yeah it was near, just under two to one well right? yeah. I, I couldn't turn down Villa at that price.
2: No I think I think you were on the right side of it for sure but um, no joy in the values this week which moves us on to the outsiders. Probably our best section in terms of returns um, yeah. we've hit we've, we've hit some big ones and we continue to hit two to one shots plus uh, and if you can if you're combining those uh, you're getting some really big odds so my outsider was the scottish premiership game between dundee united and livingston at the weekend dundee united came into this game winning their last two matches in a row um form that they haven't seen for ages and I fancied them to win again and not just to win, but to be leading at half time. So to win the first half, which got me those two to one odds. And they did indeed win the first half. Um, they were 1-0 up at half time, and they went on to win the game 2-0. So that's now three wins in a row for Dundee United. pulling themselves off the bottom, um, but with Komarnik winning and beating St Mirren, as Gordon's explained, it's really tight down there. Um, Ross County are now starting to get a little bit marooned. But now the Scottish Premiership splits and the top six go off and play each other in one final round of matches and the bottom six play each other so all the teams that are in trouble are going to be playing each other it's a cup final every week so it's going to be good watching um, in, in the Scottish Premiership especially the relegation group but another outsider in for me at odds of 2-1 to one.
1: I already alluded to my outsider coming in uh, this was Como versus Ascoli and a match provided to me by Andy uh, during my pictures at my wedding uh, with with, with phone halfway through weird game uh in there in the if you were Andreas Seri of uh, Como you pretty much had every emotion going in that he had a goal varred off in the seventh minute he missed a penalty in the 77th and then won it in the 90 uh a one and scored his actual goal in 90 plus two. Uh he, he he did everything in this game that you can that isn't being booked as a as a striker. <laughs> um yeah so a game ended up one each um took a couple of penalties in there as well. Um if you look at the stats of the game overall, Como were and Askley's xG was like 0.27. So they they converted their only opportunity. Askley um uh, Como were all over the top of them um, and and finally got that uh, the goal to to bring it level. We wanted a draw, we got a draw. Uh it came in it was quite a short price for a draw. Um 23 five, to 10. 23 to 10, yeah. So um generally I like my my like my draws about 3 to 1. Uh, but I'll take this one coming in. Dave, how did you do outsider-wise?
3: Yeah, sadly, I couldn't round off with a uh, treble. It was uh, Leicester against Wolves, and uh, a lot of the away side Wolves, but uh, Leicester ended up winning the game 2-1. Uh, Wolves did take the lead through Cunha on 13 minutes, um, and had a lot of the first half, and could have got a couple of more goals. But then uh, Saw went and... Uh, Brought down uh, Vardy to, for a pen and Ian I got the pen. And To be fair, I know a few Wall fans and they were saying they were a pretty poor second half. And uh, Leicester kicked on and they uh, got the winner with Castagno scoring on 75 minutes. Uh, not a bad start for Dean Smith, to be fair. He took uh, four points in the last two games. We got a draw last night. so Yeah,
2: pretty good start. But a pretty good result overall for the Outsiders with two out of three coming in. Uh, uh, odds of two to one or greater. So I always back the outsiders as a tricksy. So I only need two out of three for for a profitable week. So another profitable outsider week for us. On to the charity picks. Um, This is where we have one selection each. We combine them as a treble. £10 of our own money. And should we get a result, uh, all the money goes to a charity that we announce on the show. Unfortunately, there's no charity money this week. My charity selection did not come in. Gambo Zaka versus Yokama FC in the, the Japanese top flight. I'd backed Gambo Zaka at home here and they took the lead early uh, before being pegged back in the first half. So they went in a half time at one each. Um, I got a goal alert for Gambo Zaka in the second half. I then five minutes later got quite a late varred off goal disallowed alert and the game ended one all so no charity for me, which means no charity for us all.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you undersell yourself because I accidentally backed the Levain Cup rounds of fixtures on the <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, so this Andy's pick actually came in at four. I think it was four to six, was it? Went off at. But um, yeah, at, at either that or Hiroshima. I can't remember who won for Hiroshima. They won in the Cup.
2: You backed the wrong game.
1: Wrong game. Right result. So <laughs> um, yeah, but my uh, charity didn't come in either. Uh, this was Partick Thistle away at Hamilton uh, in a game where they took the lead. They, they were ahead through Brian Graham in the 28th minute, pegged back by uh, Dylan O'Reilly on the 36th. Then they went down again on the 89th minute and they brought it back and scored in the 92nd to make it a two-each draw. So it wasn't really close. Which
2: was a disastrous result for Hamilton in a game they really need to win. Uh, absolutely. Uh, those, were... those two points could prove monumental to them staying together as a club there's a lot of talk that if they go down again into into uh, another lower league, that'll be it. They'll have to wind up. They'll have to go part time. So that was that was a devastating goal, and it and it didn't even get us the win.
1: It didn't. It didn't. It didn't even really. Well, I mean, it helped Partick a little bit, but. And they were all over the they had nine shots on target versus three, they'd like 19 shots in goal overall. Like I watched the other side of this fixture. Particular I'm much better <laughs> fan than, than Hamilton. So um yeah, no no chat, as you said, no charity for you, no charities for all, but none for me, also. Dave. Uh
3: I did get my charity <laughs> in, and it was uh in League One and it was uh Barnsley against uh Oxford and uh Barnsley won the game 2-0. Uh Barnsley took the lead in. Stoppage time Ooh. in first half. The guy they've got a Serbian they've got a line from Man City called Slobodan Tedic, midfielder, and uh, he got his and Barnesley second after 51 minutes, uh, both assisted by Adam Phillips. So, uh, same goal scorer, same assist. And uh, a comfortable winner for Barnes.
2: Good man, David. Hopefully, Gordon and I can learn from you there and uh, start <laughs> picking winners in that charity section because it's been a while since uh, we've managed to get one of those charity bets up. We've probably had an outsider treble come in sooner than we've had a a, a charity treble come in. So work to be done there. But overall, um, a very good week. So well done, lads. We're about to head to an ad break if you're listening to us uh, on the Sports Social Podcast Network or on any of the regular podcast channels. But you could also be watching us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash trampled bet or download the Patreon app. And join the Trampled Bet Club. It's about six pounds a month. It really helps us out, and you get a whole lot of extra stuff as well. So not only are you supporting uh, the show that you know, you know and love, um, but you're you're also getting something back. So you get the this podcast is an early release video podcast. You also uh, get extra content podcasts. So the second golf major of the year is coming up next month. We'll have a special show for that, and you also get a cheat sheet. So that's all the picks written down. Uh, so you don't need to remember what it is you're doing um or which pics you liked from the show. You don't need to take notes or anything like that. So yeah, we really appreciate all our Patreon members. Thanks to all of you who already subscribe, um, do come and join us. Gordo.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say welcome to Kean, our most recent uh, our most recent patron. Um so so welcome Kean in and uh, hopefully this week we go twelve out of twelve and you can just just be a our lucky charm for, for getting into this year because uh, yeah maybe you'll bring us charity wins that's what I'm, I'm liking maybe, maybe patrons will bring us different stuff but yeah so fantastic
2: welcome Cian welcome Keen. so you'll get to see um, the midsection of the show which we're going to now which is where we talk about picks we like for the weekend that we, we had a look at but didn't make our final selections for the for the podcast and just other things we like from different sports so we're going to that now on Patreon the rest of you will hear a short ad break And we'll catch you after the ad break for next week's picks.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. J-j-jumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary void where prohibited by law. Eighteen plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday. April twenty ninth, twenty twenty three. Same format as always. Myself, Gordo, and Dave running through banker picks, value picks, outsider picks, and a pick each for the charity treble. Um, Gordo, we both lost last week, didn't we? So it'll be we you, yeah. taking the, uh, it's, the it's charity me on the mantle, which the is charity fine. funds off my hands this week. Ideal. Right, let's get to it. The bankers. Then I am very close to home in fact probably the closest that you can get because my game is at Hamden Park as the international football stadium for Scotland the Scottish Cup semi-final on Saturday at 12:15 for Falkirk versus Inverness Caledonian Thistle so Falkirk are currently second in the League 1 table and they play Inverness who are sitting in third place in the championship uh, literally a, a league above in this in the Scottish Cup semi-final Um, It's a huge game for both teams. Cup final appearance would be massive for both teams um, financially and also for, for the fans. So Falkirk, despite being second in their league, are coming off a relatively poor run of form. They've won only two of their last eight matches across all competitions, whereas Inverness have been flying. Of their last 10 games, they've produced eight wins, one draw and one loss, playing all of the toughest teams in their division during that run. I really fancy Inverness to win this match in 90 minutes. Uh, they've been really impressive lately. In fact, the draw that I mentioned there came last week against the, the top of the league team, Dundee. So that that draws actually a great result as well. They're a much better team than Falkirk. Um, they've shown real grit getting results in a highly competitive league when they've had to. So I don't think this TV appearance at the National Stadium will phase them. They're in a different league, literally a better league than Falkirk. Um, And and Falkirk have been failing really to be anyone. So for my banker, I'm going to take Inverness to qualify. So extra time and penalties are included as well. It's not just the the 90 minute results. And they're one to two to qualify, which I think is a huge price. Yeah. I I would have thought they would have been one to three less. So pretty, pretty delighted with the price. Um, So my banker is Inverness. Uh, to make it through to the Scottish Cup final, so to qualify from the semi-final on Saturday.
1: Brilliant. Okay, uh, I am in Italy for my uh, my a lot of my picks roll actually in chronological order for how the how the weekend rolls out, which is good. So start as with a banker, and it is my first game of the weekend. This is Napoli versus Salernitana, and if Napoli win this game, they win the league. Now that they would love to do at home and you could not pick really better opposition than Salernitana who have just got themselves just about out of the relegation places. <laughs> so they're in 14th just now, Empoli, Lecce, Spezia all behind them before you get into Verona, Cremonese and Sampdoria. They are se- seven points clear of the relegation zone with four teams below them, uh, three teams below them there. Salernitana also have games that they'll be looking at after this that they'll be wanting to win that aren't against uh, runaway league leaders Napoli. Now, the reason you're getting Napoli an all-right price here is that they haven't been very good at home in their last three. They drew with uh, AC Milan, they drew with Verona, and, Verona, and they lost to um, uh, they lost to AC Milan in the Cup. Um, overall, though, they've taken 78 points from 31 games as opposed to selling Natanas, 33 points from 31 Napoli, a better team. This would be an emphatic win for them to do it at home in front of their fans. Uh, the the the, I think the chairman or the owner has warned them not to earn cork bottles yet, but said there'll be plenty on standby should they win this game. So I think Napoli have got enough to beat Salernitana, and you'll get them at two to nine to do so. Dave. Yeah, I'm in uh,
3: League One uh, Saturday three pm. Any tips? Switch against Exeter. And uh, I'm going to take Ipswich at two to nine. So Ipswich is second, uh, 94 points on their 44 games. They've scored 93. Uh, they've only conceded 33. Whereas Exeter uh, are 14th. They took 53 points from 44. They've scored 61 and conceded 60. Uh, Ipswich are top of the form table. Uh, they've taken 13 from their last five games, where they've scored 15 and conceded two whereas Exeter, they're, they're bottom of the form table. They've got no wins in the last five. Uh, they've only scored three goals and have conceded nine. Uh, Ipswich boasts Conor Chaplin with 24 goals. He's the second top scorer in the league. Um, Ipswich haven't lost in 15 games. Drawn three, won 12. Actually, their, their last loss was to Burnley in an FA Cup game. They haven't actually lost in the league since the 21st of Jan. Um, wow. Uh, Exeter obviously lost the last five straight uh, they had a draw before that so looks like they're not in great form and Ipswich have been fantastic recently obviously since the turn of the year um, just being kept off the top spot by Plymouth but the two go off um, I know Ipswich would like to win the league but I think they'll gladly take second to uh, get them out back into the championship
2: Ideal two really solid picks there guys and I wonder how often it is that I have the highest price banker over double the price <laughs> of, of. And of you've got double
1: the amount of selections as well. You can have a draw to start with. <laughs> I, I just... could, yeah. There's, there's, many,
2: there's many ways this could come in. Uh, yeah, but your, yours two, your two picks look so solid there, and I'm very confident in mine. So the banker treble this week of Inverness to qualify in the Scottish Cup semi final, Napoli to beat Salernitana, and Ipswich to beat Exeter. Combines to 1.24 to 1. Which looks pretty damn good. On to the value picks then, where we look at something usually around even money, um, where we think the odds of it coming in are better than the odds that the bookies are giving us for it. My uh, uh, my value is Saturday, 6 a.m. early start UK time in the Japanese top flight, the J1 League, for Saretsu Osaka versus Sanfreshi Hiroshima. Um... I tipped up Hiroshima as potential league winners uh, before the season started. They got off to a slow start, two points from the first three games. Since then, though, absolutely turned things around. And despite losing to Tokyo last week, they're still top of the league five-game form table with twelve points out of possible fifteen. They're tied third in the overall league table. They're only two points behind league leaders Vessel Kobe. Um, so they're 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 flying and they're performing really well. And they've got a very solid team. They're up against a decent but underwhelming Siretso Zaka team who Hiroshima have consistently had the better of in recent times Uh, Hiroshima won all four of the games the two sides played in 2022 three of which were away games for Hiroshima so so three of them happened at Siretso's home ground and and Hiroshima went there three times and just won all three Uh, before their loss in Tokyo last week Hiroshima had been on a five game away from home winning streak and I like their chances of getting back to winning ways here, and they're better than evens, uh, which is why this is in the in the value slot. So, twelve to eleven for a Hiroshima win.
1: Are they playing any kind of Levine Cup action I could get involved with uh, on on Wednesday? or don't this week. Damn. Uh, okay, I, I'll take you to uh, the the German second division now, which is not a league I'm in that often. More 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 usually a haunt of uh, Mister Vaughn, but um, I really like league leaders Darmstadt away at Kiel. Um. So, Darmstadt are over even money to to win this game eight to 7, 10, 8, 11 to ten, depending on where you where you get them. Um. This this game is is quite interesting because Darmstadt are top of the league, four points clear. They've got six games to go, but they're playing against the most middling team in the league. <laughs> they're playing against Kiel, who are on forty points in eighth position here. Uh, in an 18-team league, they cannot be relegated, and they can get themselves involved in the playoff. So they're just happy to not be being relegated. Like the nearest team to them, Hamburg are in third for that in the German second division. You get that third place versus third place in the jet the the, the Bundesliga playoff kind of. Um, run for them. Um, they're 16 points behind them with with six games to play. They're, they're not getting that that deficit up, especially because there's five teams above them who could also get involved in that and are closer with them. Um, Darmstadt have been really good. They're the, te- they're the best away team in this league. Um, they've taken 26 points from 14 games. They're the form team in the league, taking 12 points from their last five. Kiel's home form isn't much to write home about. They've taken 19 points from 14 games. That puts them 13th in the home form table. There's just a lot of things to like about this. Darmstadt's form of recent and, the, uh, and their away form of recent hasn't been as fantastic as it usually was. Uh, losing one nil a couple of games to Dusseldorf and Heidenheim in there. But I think they should have enough to beat uh, a Kiel team who have, at home, lost three, drawn one, won one in their last five games. This game tends towards a draw uh, when, when these teams play each other generally. Um, so the last... Five times they've played has been one darmstadt away win, one keel home win, and three draws in there. Um, I just think darmstadt have got enough to win this game. So six to five, 11 to ten for them to do so.
2: I favoured this game on on flash score uh, and looked at it two or three times before making my before making my picks for the weekend with with the same idea of picking darmstadt. Just something put me off it. Um, that's
1: that's actually good because if you liked it, it's fucked. <laughs> like for both of no, us. I do like it. I do no, like no 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 you don't. No, you don't
2: you don't <laughs> like it. Well, out of all the games in the world, this was uh, what I'm saying is this was shortlisted, but for some reason it was just a nagging doubt. So I, I really hope it comes in for you because I, I I like a lot of this stuff. I think it was maybe the away form and also the head to head. I think yeah. I was looking at that head to head, it just didn't fill me with confidence. But uh yeah, better than even money. Worth worth a go for sure.
3: Deaths. So Dave, what have you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to take you to the championship at half five and to what I believe is the uh, highest ground above sea level. I think that's right. Oh, Correct that's me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's West Brom against Norwich. And uh, yeah, you can get West Brom here at 12 to 11. Um, West Brom are in ninth. They've got 63 points from 43 games. Uh, Norwich are in 11th. They've got 62 points from there, but they've played 44 games. Uh, Albion are 11th in the form table, they're taking 7 points from the last 5, scoring eight, and conceding 8, whereas Norwich they're 19th in the form table, they've took 5 from their last 5 they've scored 4 and conceded 9 Albion did lose their last game on Sunday, they got beat by Sunderland 2-1 but um, they've only lost 3 in their last 11 Albion, whereas uh, Norwich have only actually uh, won 1 in their last 9 um, Albion actually—they've uh, got a game in hand, which they're playing now against Sheffield United. That'll be a tough game for them, but they're only two points outside the playoffs. Where and Norwich are three points off the outside the playoffs. But it's just the the form Albion have, have been in. I know they have lost DK to injury. I think he might be out for the rest of the season now. But you know they're good at home as well. Albion—they they're normally put up a good show into it I think they'll probably just about have enough here to uh, a bit of Norwich team who haven't been performing great lately.
1: Five hundred and fifty-one feet above sea level. So, uh, yeah, that, that is that's a good fact, Dave. That is one that will <laughs> definitely steal. I know, I knew you'd you'd be all over that, Gordon. I love, <laughs> that love. Did
2: you just research the altitude of that ground, or did you confirm it was in fact the highest? Across all teams, it's the <laughs>
1: highest in the football league. The highest in the English football pyramid is Buxton. That's a thousand feet above sea level. Uh,
2: okay,
1: interesting. Yeah,
2: there you go. Not <laughs> just a gambling podcast. We're here to educate as well. <laughs> <laughs> so the the value picks are Sanfrecce Hiroshima away at Saretsa Osaka, Darmstadt away from home at Holston Kiel. And West Brom at uh, home to Norwich. And if you wanted to combine them as a treble, you'd get odds of around 8 to 1, uh, 7.81 to 1 at bet365 right now. On to the outsiders then. And we've had so much success with the outsider picks this season. So let's keep that rolling. My outsider, early start again, Saturday, 7 a.m. UK time in the Japanese top flight, the J1 league for Kashiba Reizol versus Kyoto Sanga. Um, Kyoto Sanga have started the league season pretty well They're in ninth place with 12 points from 9 matches Scoring 13 and conceding 13 Kishiwa are playing really poorly this year Uh, They only have 6 points from their 9 games They've scored 5 goals, they've conceded 13 Uh, Kyoto Sanga have performed well away from home They've picked up 6 points from 4 away fixtures While Kishiwa have 5 points from 5 home games um, the teams played each other four times last year and there were two wins for Kyoto Sanga, a win for Kashiwa and a draw. But it's interesting to know all games that had a winner were won by the away team. So Sanga came here twice last year and left with victories. Um, and they're twenty-one to 10 to do it again this time. The way the form in recent head-to-heads have gone better than 2 to 1, that's, that's, a, that's a good bet in this spot.
1: I'm glad they're 21 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just see? See a wee extra extra point on there? Club that in now that unibet something, right? you just reading right down the thing.
2: <laughs> 21, 21 to ten, uh, according to my flash score screenshot. I think the price may have changed to two to one though. On bet three six five right now. Um, it seems it seems like a two to 2-1, to ten. If you're getting around that, that's a good price on Kyoto Sanga. It's also the Kyoto bit, I think. Oh, right. That as that, well.
1: That, Kyoto. That, 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 that Twenty. <laughs> well, I'm in La Liga 2 uh, for my pick, and this is uh, Albacete versus Cartagena. Um, and I really fancy the away team in, in Cartagena to get a, a win here for the for the team at what I consider big, big odds, um, five to two. Twelve to five, depending on where you shop around for that. Um, two teams that are right beside each other in the league, sixth and seventh, and right in about the playoff places, or certainly the the playoff places that you kind of uh, you have to do like a gridded playoff system for. And we're running running out of games for 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 Cardenia to get in there. So they're two points behind um, Alba Chetty here. They are the best. Um, they are the best form team in the league just now taking 12 points from 5 games and um, beside Albacete are not, they've taken 7 points from the last 5 games, they're in ninth here and what's quite striking about this is that they're the, Cartagena are the 3rd best away team in the league they've taken 26 points from 18 games, if you look at Albacete at home they're again ninth, taking 32 points so there's a lot to like about, about a Cartagena away win here and um, They've had to play a lot of teams um that are towards the bottom of the league, both of them. Um and have picked up way more points uh in doing so over the last five weeks. If you look at both their form, they're they're playing against teams that are like the Lugo, almost relegated or around the almost relegated uh around almost relegated section there. So they've won three out of their la they've won four out of the last five games they only took a 1-0 loss at Malaga um, and I think you're getting too big a price here for me to not, not get involved with this um, I would say his home form just isn't isn't that fantastic so I'll be taking a carhenia away win and that is yeah 12-5 to Dave
3: yeah I'm taking us to a lovely seaside town uh, we're in the National League Saturday at <laughs> R5 uh, it's Torquay against Wrexham and I'm going to attack Torquay at 13-2 now, bear with me because the start of this is going to sound like I'm absolutely insane. Uh, Wrexham, as we know, have won the league and been promoted. 110 points from 45 games. They've scored 115 goals and only conceded 42. Wrexham, uh, are Wrexham, in 21st, they've taken 47 points from their 45 games. They've only scored 57 goals and they've conceded 79. Um, Torquay don't have a great home record. They've only taken 24 points from 22 games. And Wrexham have the second best away uh, record. They've taken 43 points from 22. Now, where it, where we like it, and it changes a bit here, is Wrexham are fourth in the form table. They've taken 10 from the last five. Torquay is sixth. They've also taken 10 from their last five. Uh, they've scored 11 and conceded 10. Torquay have only lost once in the last seven games uh, and they've won their last two home games. Obviously, we know how good Wrexham are. They've only lost one in their last 18. But um, Torquay have got a good record against Wrexham as well. Uh, they're actually unbeaten in uh, six home games against Wrexham. Um, Torquay have got a, s- a slim chance of staying up. Um, they're three points behind Maidenhead. So they need a win and they need a seven-goal swing, um, but you know, like I said, they, they've scored eleven in their last five, so they're scoring goals at the minute, too, okay. Um, It's not impossible for them to do it, and I, I think they bank. They'll be banking here, as I am, on you know, Wrexham have probably been out on the piss all week, <laughs> so <laughs> who can apply? Uh, you know, Re- Wrexham have won the league. They've they won it at home. They've had their celebrations. Are they going to put a full side out? I'm not too sure. Um you know, like I say, the league's done and over. So I just think Torquay have got have got a good chance of picking up something out. And I think they they're, they're gonna give it because they they need a win and a and a goal swing to stay up. So I think mean, they're gonna give it their best to try and do it. So I think that thirteen to two at home with a good home record against them, yeah. I think it's all right.
1: That is a big yeah. big price, Steve. It
2: makes sense, and it
1: is a big price.
2: Uh, so the outsiders then look like this: Kyoto Sanga away at Kashima Rezo. FC Cartagena away at Alcetti Balompi. A great name, <laughs> really good. Uh, and Torquay, at home to Wrexham. I always back the outsiders as a Trixie, so I just need two out of the three to come in. But if you fancy the straight up treble, seventy five and a half to one,
1: huge. Well, Enorm- I mean, mo- most of that's me. So. <laughs> uh, I mean,
2: most of that is Dave for certain uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: With his 13-2 show, Brilliant
2: Really good stuff On to the charity treble then, lads Let's get one in for charity this week uh, My pick is Sunday, 3pm In the Danish Superliga For FC Copenhagen Against Bromby And the home win for FC Cole Is 4-7 to 7. So, Copenhagen are top of the Danish Superliga, um, but FC Norgeland are only two points behind them, so they're still all to play for here. Copenhagen do their best work at home. They haven't lost at home in 90 minutes since a 3-1 loss to Randers way back in August 2022. So, that was 23 home matches ago. Bronby are bottom of the league's championship group. So, very similar to the Scottish top flight. The Danish league splits in two and you get the top six get placed in what's called the championship group um, and the bottom six in, in the relegation group for the final set of fixtures. So Bay finished their sixth um, and so they're they're bottom of the, the top set. They're 16 points behind Copenhagen. They're the only team in that championship group with a negative goal difference uh, scoring 34 but conceding 43. Form-wise, Copenhagen have taken 10 points from the last five games. Bromby they've only managed three points. Since 2021, the sides have met at Copenhagen's home stadium parking four times and Copenhagen have won them all 2-1, 4-2, 2-0 and most recently 4-1 last year so I like FC Copenhagen at home here a lot so they are my charity selection for this week
1: Full Beans ok I'll take us to the French League 2 and we've got 6 games to go and I like 6th place Bastia to go out there and get a win against Amiens, who are down in 14th and in danger of being relegated out of this league. So, Bastia have went on a tear in the last three games, beating Annecy, Sochaux, and Nîmes 3-0, 3-2, 4-2. They are banging them in at the moment. Um, contrast this with Amiens and their away record. They've lost four out of their last five. Uh, the only points they did pick up were against San etienne and their and they're losing these games 3 1, 2 1, 3 0, 2 0. Not a lot of them have been good showings. Um, there's no meaningful head to head between the two teams. They, they rarely play each other in the uh, in, in leagues between um in the last three games. There's been two draws, two of them were cup games. Um before that, we ran into twenty twelve and twenty eleven when they when they really played each other last. Um Bastia did win the game in twenty twelve, if, any, uh, if anyone's interested in uh, in that result. But means nothing for this one. Uh, Amiens are in a bit of a skid here, and Bastia having a real chance with six games to go to get them up and around uh, promotion chances. Uh, they're in sixth, but that sixth and uh, second is Bordeaux on fifty nine points. They're only seven points back. Um, there's four teams about. Uh, there's three teams above them on 58, 52 and fifty two. So it was a hotly contested league here. Six games to go. They've still got an outside shot of uh, getting up and around League One. Um, so I think Bastia are, will. will Look to win this game. Um, they've been playing really well recently, and I really couldn't done. Uh, I couldn't turn down even money uh, to get them to do this. So they were they're even money at William Hill, 10-11 at three six five, and, and nine to ten at UniBet. So um, all around the uh, even money mark. But you will get Bastia to beat Amiel, and I think it will happen. Dave, what you got for the charity and rounding us out?
3: Yeah, I'm going to round us off in the uh, Championship uh, Saturday at three pm. And it's Coventry against Birmingham, and uh, I like Coventry who are 1-2. Uh, so, Cov are fifth, they've got 66 points from their 44 games. Whereas Blues are in 17th, they've taken 53 from their 44. Uh, Cov, fifth in the form table, uh, they're taking 9 from their last 5. Whereas Blues are 17th, they're taking 5 from the last 5. Uh, you know Cov have got uh, Victor Gokoras Swedish international now uh, managed to keep hold of him and he, he's got 20 goals this season uh, for him um, you know, uh Kov have only lost one in their last 15 um, and they haven't lost to Birmingham in the league since uh, 2011 uh, six of those games were draws though but, um, this is a Cov side that are, that are in great form uh, they've they pushed themselves in into the playoffs, which is great considering uh, the start of the season. Uh, the ground wasn't ready. They, they couldn't play home games. They, they had to make up a lot of games. Uh, they lost Callum O'Hare, who's like their playmaker, to injury. Uh, he was out for the season. So, you know, Cov performed really well here to get themselves in the playoffs. And uh, I can see them getting another three points here and keeping themselves in that playoff contention.
1: Nice.
2: Ideal. So that means that the charity treble for this week is FC Copenhagen at home to Brondby, SC Bastia at home to Amiens, and Coventry at home to Birmingham. So three home wins that combine to three point five to one exactly. So hopefully there's forty-five pounds of our own money going to charity next week. And Gordo will get to announce that when the when the charity treble can't wait. Rolls in. We have a Facebook group. Do come along, get involved, join the conversation. Um, We've got a very active community of a a few hundred people there um, talking about the show, talking about the picks from the show, but talking about their own picks, what they fancy for the weekend, um, asking sports betting-related questions. The whole shebang, basically. And there's been some really good picks in there recently that I've certainly profited off of as well. Peter Glover, uh, Michael Stokes, uh, to, to name a couple that have been very successful recently. I mentioned it earlier. You can give something back to the podcast on patreon.com forward slash trample bet. Six pound a month to be a member of the trample bet club. And you get all the extra stuff. You get the video podcast, you get the middle section, but most importantly, you get the cheat sheet with all the picks from this week written down. And if you fancy taking them as a 12 fold, it's close to 7,000 to one this week. So one day that mega, mega coupon will come in and hopefully it's this weekend. Um, yeah, we've recorded this on, what, Wednesday night? Ars- uh, Man City v. Arsenal has just started. I am not going to be watching that. Uh, as I said to the boys earlier, I'm I'm going out to the cinema to see Evil Dead Rises because that will be a less traumatic experience for me. <laughs> um It's just Man City v. Arsenal. It's going to be horrible if you're uh, wanting Arsenal to win that. Uh, I have no faith at all. <laughs> but hopefully, hopefully I come out of the cinema to, to good news this evening. <laughs> We shall see. Um, Gordo, Dave, anything else before we round off this week's show?
3: No, 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 nothing from me.
2: Excellent. It's been a pleasure as always, gentlemen, and thank you to everyone for listening. Have a great weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn Gordon McFarnon, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at Sports-Social.co.uk.